guys welcome to pop culture blast i'm your host danny i know it's been a while um it was a very crazy winter break and i had gotten my wisdom teeth out and i don't think anybody could understand me it was pretty bad um so yeah you know i said oh yeah you know i'm gonna keep making episodes and everything and then that never happened, but I'm back. Um, it was a pretty long winter break, like I said. Didn't do much besides getting my wisdom teeth out and taking a random online course because I was really sick of sitting at home and playing Legend of Zelda all day, which is a great game, by the way. I do recommend it. So, yeah, I hope you're all doing well. This is probably going to be a super long episode um, so stay in there. I know it's annoying to hear my voice too. Trust me. Sometimes I just want to punch myself because I hate the way my voice sounds. So yeah, anyways, let's get into what we're doing today. So the first topic I wanted to do is I watched a bunch of stuff over break. So I was just going to do reviews on that. So first I wanted to talk about Wednesday. So if you really don't know what Wednesday is. It was a TV show based on the Adams family, but it was more in the point of view of Wednesday as she goes to Nevermore Academy. It was a very good show. I was very surprised. I loved the original Adams family. By that, I mean the one with the Angelica Huston and Christina Reese, R I C C I. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, it was wonderful. I only watched the movie a few times, but my brothers over break had binge watched the entire show. And after one of my many manic episodes, my mom told me that I should start watching it. So I did. It was a lot during recovery. That was all I was watching. And, you know, eating applesauce and on Vicodin and everything. So, I mean... It wasn't too bad, I guess. But overall, I don't want to do too many spoilers because I know some people probably have not watched it yet, but I do highly recommend it. It was a very good show. And I know like there was a lot of scrutiny because they did change the characters, um, actors and actresses. Well, you know, of course, they couldn't recast the guy who played in the Adams family that everybody loves because he's dead. And also, I don't know what Angelica does now, so I don't know. But Catherine Zeta-Jones did really well in it. I absolutely love her. And she was flawless as Morticia. And yes, Morticia was one of my favorite characters from Adam's Family. Just like the way she held herself up and everything. I loved that. And then Louise Guzman, who played Gomez, did really well. Um, overall, it was really, really good. Um, it is definitely a turn. I know there's a lot of times that I was like pointing fingers and I'm like, oh, this character is going to turn bad. This one is. And the one that I definitely did not think 
was going to be the bad guy in this was. But <clears throat> overall, super good. I'm really disappointed, though, because if you've been on TikTok, you know that the guy who played Xavier Thorpe is currently in a lot of trouble um, with some trigger warning, some sexual assault allegations. So he's kind of screwed. <laughs> um, did not like his character anyway. I thought he was really whiny. And it's just like, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> it's not that hard. But also, I do like how Uncle Fester was in it too, because he he's my number one favorite character. I don't know why. I think it's his silliness and everything. I just, I've always really loved Uncle Fester. So overall, that was good. I, it got pretty good reviews. I know some people did not like it because they thought Wednesday's acting was terrible and like her doom and gloom is very basic. I don't know. I think Jenna Ortega did a really good job. So kudos to all of them. Next, the other thing I wanted to review is Abbott Elementary. It's on Hulu. It's a TV show about an inner city public school in Philadelphia. It's like the office, but in a school setting. A lot of people call it the black office, but nonetheless, it's a really good show. I have not finished season two yet, but as an education major, I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. And it is hilarious. So it's like about all these teachers and like stuff they go through. Like you have Janine who has been teaching for two years. She teaches second grade and she's like upbeat and always like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. So she's like full of fresh ideas. And then you have some teachers like Barbara and Melissa who have been teaching there for years and they're just like, well, just we want to keep that structure. We don't want new ideas. But then they slowly start to get in on Janine's ideas and sometimes they do backfire, but at the same time, you learn something from it. And I just think it's wonderful. And also the guy who played Chris and everybody hates Chris is a teacher on there, which I thought was super cool because Everybody Hates Chris. That was like one of my favorite shows as a child. I don't know why, but I just really liked it. So it's weird seeing him in this kind of setting now, whereas I've seen him in Everybody Hates Chris. And then he was in a Disney movie. I think it was Let It Shine. Yeah, it was Let It Shine with uh, Coco Jones. And I remember he got huge off of that. So overall, super great show. And yes, Abbott Elementary won like multiple awards, but they really do deserve it. Um, Quinta Brunson, she's the one who wrote it, who actually plays Janine. And I think she's wonderful. And I think she deserves all the praise she's been getting. So yeah. That's another really good show to watch. And especially as, you know, someone who's becoming a teacher, I feel like I kind of have a connection to it, too. And it's it's really cool. Please go check it out. Um, so the next review I'm going to do is the movie Megan. 
hear me out, guys. Just hear me out. <laughs> I did not watch it unironically. I knew it was going to be like really silly because I saw all the trailers on um, TikTok. And so um, I ended up going and seeing it with my uncle because I was interested. I was like, okay, let's just watch it. And oh my gosh, it is. I can't, I can't even explain it. It was so funny. So the synopsis, which is really sad. That's not why I'm laughing. We'll, we'll get into that. So the synopsis is about a girl. She loses her parents in a car accident. And because of that, the aunt has taken custody of her. So this aunt works at this big toy company. She like builds new toys for everyone. And she has this project going on, which is Megan, who's supposed to be like this android that you can, like once you pair with her, she'll be like your best friend. You can talk to her. She can like expand her knowledge. I don't know if that's the right techie words, but I am the least techiest person ever. So so what happens is it becomes a success and she does make it for the niece because of course, you know, her parents are dead you know she's sad depressed like I mean she cries every night and but then all of a sudden the aunt introduces her to Megan and then from there like her and Megan become like best friends but like they cannot spend time apart and then all of a sudden Megan is like well I am going to make sure that no one ever hurts you and she turns evil and starts killing anyone that gets in her way there was a scene spoiler alert um the aunt put the niece in some kind of forest school outdoor school type thing um and if you want to know what forest schools are they're like really popular in the uk i think but basically they spend a lot of time outside and learning the only reason I know this is because, one, yes, I'm becoming a teacher, and two, I have a professor who worked a lot in forest schools because her degree was in environmental education. So there's a little background on that. So anyways, the niece is there, and she's like, well, I really want to bring Megan. And the aunt's like, no, like, it's going to be fine. She'll be here. But then, you know, Megan's like, well, I don't want to leave her. And then the aunt's like, well, I can't bring you here. <laughs> but then um, I think uh, what happened was one of the teachers came up and was like, actually, you can put Megan on the shelf here. That's where everybody puts their toys and their stuffed animals. So they did just that. And then all of a sudden, this little boy starts picking on the niece. And like, I think there's one point like beats the crap out of her. It was, oh, my God. And what happens is Megan figures out about it and she goes into the forest or the outdoor place. I think it was the woods and had started galloping towards him and then pushed him out into the street and he got hit by a car. And I mean, there's a, another time if you know, like those really old um cutters where you would cut like big things of paper it's got like a huge thing you have to pull down and it's sharp well at one point she rips it off and literally like slices the crap out of this other guy it's crazy but I think the funniest part was 
um, I think it was after the whole thing at the outdoor school. And, you know, the nieces back home, who's also the daughter, I realize I cannot remember her name for the life of me. So she's sitting there, and then Megan, out of nowhere, starts singing Titanium by Sia. And when I told you I broke down laughing in the theater, I broke down laughing. It was so funny, and it was so, like, unironic, too. And also, I don't like Sia, but that's for other reasons. But overall, it wasn't a bad movie. It's not like, you know, a movie, like, if you're looking to get scared. It's just really funny. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It was weird, man. And there's, like, a point she's, like, dancing, and she's going to, like, kill everybody, which I thought was pretty cool. But it was weird. So, and apparently there's a second one coming out too. So I'll probably go see that, you know, for your guys' enjoyment to whoever listens to these, probably my grandma. Um, but yeah, so those are some things that I watched over break. Um, where are we next? So next, I'm going to be talking about my experience with TikTok over break. So long story short, I used to troll in the lives and I found like a lot of like re Trump supporter, Republican ones. I'm not going to get too political, I promise, but I troll on them all the time because there's like a lot of people. And so what happened was I was on this Canadian one and I know nothing about Canada, nor do I care about Canada. But this guy, he d doesn't like Justin Trudeau or some reason, who is the president of Canada. He's like up there. And I just thought it was funny because he started getting really mad at us. Um, and I think there was one point and I'm like, dude, I like really don't care. And he's like, well, you should care because this is your country and this is my country too. And I'm like, dude, I don't live in Canada. I don't care. And then what happened was he's like, okay, I got to go drain the lizard. Um, but I'm not going to bring you for that. And I said, well, nobody wanted to see your tiny genitalia anyway. I, it was a joke. <laughs> um, maybe a little too far. Because he was starting to get really mad at us. And then there was one point he was talking about the vaccine or something. And he said he wasn't going to get it. Which I'm not getting too political. I promise. This is just what happened. And I was like, well, yeah, it killed people. But a lot of it was, you know, like old people and like immunocompromised people. And he's like, no, it wasn't, you bleeping idiot. And like was going off on me. And I'm like don't talk to me like that. Like that is extremely disrespectful, which I know the genitalia joke wasn't good, but you know what? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It was a joke. And apparently he did not perceive it that way. But even then he was an absolute jerk and was calling us all uneducated idiots and that we need to fight for our country. And I think someone was like, well, what do you do for work then? And he's like, I make these posters and it's like Trudeau for treason or something. And it's supposed to be like a mugshot. So you know how like in the mugshots, they have like those things you that are behind you that kind of show your height. Well, 
he modified the numbers and made him three foot, <laughs> which stupid. And he was selling them for $75. And he said that was his job. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so then I reported his live like three times and then spammed his comment section and he deleted the comments and then ended up putting his account on private because he was getting bullied so much. Even though I was not the one that bullied him the most. There were other people who were worse than me, but I still did. And then the next, so I, they're like, oh, you violated community guidelines. Don't do this again, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, fine. And I was on this other one and I can't remember what they were talking about. I think they were talking about Andrew Tate. And, and I was like, dude, just shut up. Like you're, yeah, I said some not so nice things. And I got blocked from commenting and I'm like, what the heck? So I look in there and they're like, well, you've violated community guidelines too much. So you're banned from commenting at least for this amount of time. And then you should have it back around this time. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) So what happened was I like waited the days out and it still like would not let me comment. So I literally had to delete my account and make a new one. And from there, I kind of learned my lesson. Don't troll. (laughs) Well, if you do, you got to be super careful about it. But I know, like, I was banned from, like, six to seven lives. I had too much time. And now with my account, I don't get any of those really crazy lives anymore, which is actually a really good thing. But, yeah. So, Trudeau for treason, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you are. But you're the reason why I got banned. You probably reported me because your feelings were hurt. Wah, wah. Anyways, so going off of that, I wanted to talk about a very popular internet phenomenon that I hate. And it is someone or an account that is chronically online. You've probably heard it before, but you may be thinking, Danny, what does it mean? So the actual definition from Urban Dictionary is someone who is basically always on the internet and their entire existence resolves around being on the internet. And I know it still doesn't really make sense, um, but what happens is these people, they are saying that everything's offensive because of what they see on the internet. So I have a few examples for you. Um, I promise they're not very, very bad. I just found these off Reddit as I was doing my research, but I have so much more I can actually pull up right now. Okay, so um, I'll give you a few examples. There's way too many. And if you follow chronically online list on TikTok, there's like a million more. So the first one I found is, um, giving disabled people assistance is ableist because it insinuates that disabled people aren't just as able as typically developing people. So I thought that was a bit far-fetched. Like usually, so my endorsement's in special education. So I learn a lot about, you know, people who do have disabilities. And I mean, a lot of them can function the same as us typically developing people, but sometimes they just need a little extra assistance. And that's not bad, and that's not ableist. It's actually uh, more about equality. 
So there's that. Um, bleaching your hair is blonde phobic. Speeding can be a coping mechanism for some people. Yeah, I know. That was crazy when I saw it. Um, because you can like die from that. And also it's breaking the law. And it's not a really good coping mechanism. It's very dangerous and it could lead to lifelong consequences and injuries and all of that. There's another one. If you don't allow expectant mothers to drink alcohol during their pregnancy in order to prevent fetal alcohol syndrome, then you are ableist towards people who have fetal alcohol syndrome. So I have learned a little bit about fetal alcohol syndrome and it can lead to lots and lots of disabilities. I possibly to the point where they can barely function. Um, sorry, I'm trying to look up more about it. I only learned about it a little bit, but also it can really be heavily impacted on their learning abilities. So, and also that's not ableist. And they also do say that it's really not healthy for you to drink alcohol during your pregnancy because not only could your kid have that, but also it can ruin your body and it could possibly kill the baby. So whoever thought that was, I'm not going to say anything bad about them, but like, really? <laughs> um, next, uh, using the term chronically online is offensive to those who have chronic illnesses, which is not true. Technically, I have a chronic condition, which I think is kind of the same. I don't know. And it's literally not even offensive. Like, I even use it. And even then, the term chronically is a lot different than chronically ill. So, with chronically, it's something that is a... Um, or in a long-lasting or habitual and problematic way. So it's more, you know, persistent and recurring. It's not just about illnesses, even though it's used because, you know, you have the term chronic illness. Um, next, I saw that somebody should, um, somebody asked, should adults own clothing stores for kids? I thought this one was a bit far-fetched, too, because do you expect a 10-year-old to run a kid's store? I mean, come on. Like, I don't think they know the first thing about running a business. They only care about playing with their friends and eating their boogers. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> um, okay. Actually, there was a next one, but I don't really know if I want to use that yet. Um, so I found more. Um, adoption is wrong because you did it without their consent, which... That really doesn't make sense, like, at all. Um, there's another one. If you have a great dad, then make sure to put a trigger warning for other TikTokers. And, I like, with trigger warnings, like, if you're talking about, like, sexual assault and drug abuse and, you know, some kind of abuse or harassment or anything like that, like, actual horrible things that have happened to people, yes, you should put a trigger warning on those. But... I mean, not everybody's dad left to go get the milk and never came back. Fortunately, a lot of people have really good dads. 
and I don't really understand why. Yeah, I know. I'm about as confused as you guys who, yeah, oh gosh. Um, okay, let's see. Dressing your mom up in your clothes is fat phobic, ageist, and classist. So my mom and I, we are around the same size. So we do wear each other's clothes. And I don't understand how that's fat phobic unless you do have a mom who, you know, may be overweight or anything like that, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I don't understand how that's... Anyways, so there's that. Um, so I'm going to give you guys a little guide how to avoid getting sucked into unhealthy behavior online. Uh, number one, unfollow those you compare yourself to. Number two, realize that just one photo doesn't tell the whole story. Number three, do not engage with online trolling. You saw what happened to me. Don't do it. Or if you're going to do it, you got to be careful. And number four, set aside time to scroll. You don't have to comment on everything. You know, you don't have to put your two cents into everything. Just scroll along. And I personally love doing that unless somebody is saying something really messed up. But yeah, I mean, I've had my fair share of arguments. Some guy called me a dunce last night because uh, there was something about Panic at the Disco had split, even though it's just Brendan Urie now because the allegations of how horrible he was to his bandmates, it's, it's just him. And this guy had said, well, without Brendan, they wouldn't be here, you dunce. And I'm like, excuse me, you don't get to call me that, man. That, no, that, that's not cool. So, and I had said, you know, yes, he is good at music, even though his new album is garbage. But like in the past, like a fever you can't sweat out. Um, I just had the name in my mind. It is pretty odd. You have Death of a Bachelor. I did not like No Rest for the Wicked or whatever. That one was horrible. But there's, oh my gosh, he does have good music. But also, he was horrible to his bandmates. He is very homophobic, allegedly. He had said at a show one time, trigger warning, I'm going to be talking about sexual assault, um, he had said that he was going to rape everybody in that place where he was having his concert, which even if it was just playful, you don't say that. Like, no. And you wonder why it's scary for us women and men out there because of that. So anyways, just just don't just don't comment. Yeah, I think the worst one I got, though, was somebody told me I was going to die early because I got the vaccine. So that was fun. Um, okay, uh, last topic. I, this just came to mind. It wasn't even on my agenda today. Um, we're going to be talking about Andrew Tate. Uh, you probably heard what happened to him. Oh, my word. So if you haven't heard the news, he was arrested in Romania on charges of, oh gosh, 
there was of human trafficking, but I think there was someone else or another thing as well. Um, okay. So actually, no, he was detained in the country on charges of being part of an organized crime group, human trafficking and rape. So yeah, it's a nightmare and I can't count how many guys are supporting him. It makes me so sick to my stomach. And I know I'm all about innocent until proven guilty, but with his behavior, are you really surprised these charges came about? Because, I mean, this guy's career, you know, not only was he a very well-known kickboxer, but he's also well-known for saying horrible things about women and that, you know, a man owns the woman, but the woman doesn't own a man. And, oh, if we both got OnlyFans, the woman would have to give me the money she made, but I don't give money to her because she doesn't own me, which is barbaric and you know he's all about you know women need to keep their mouths shut they need to do this they need to do that which i really don't get how he's gotten women because have you seen what he looks like he's pretty ugly (laughs) but i digress um so apparently he was in a jail cell as this was like a day ago Um, that his jail cell was full of cockroaches and lice and that, you know, they're trying to break him down, but he knows he's innocent. This is like actual words, guys. If you don't believe me or if you are a Tate supporter yourself, Google's free. Just just look. (laughs) And I just don't. I also don't understand the appeal of him, but that that's not what this has to do with anything. So, um, so they have no evidence against him is what he's saying. And that his case against him is empty. Um, there was a woman by the name of Emily Attack, A-T-A-C-K, uh, she had said that he is terrifying um, after revealing harassment has left her scared to be home alone. Um, so she had opened up about her own sexual harassment and all the trolls, you know, his fanboys that, you know, came to his rescue and, you know, she had said, I'm terrified at times. The second I hear a bump in the night, I go, oh, that's it. I'm about to be raped and killed. I'm scared of being alone physically a lot at the time. So now personally, she has no personal dealings with him, but she finds his misogynistic teachings and influence terrifying. And I've seen, like, some of the stuff because... Unfortunately, my brother is a fan of him, but, you know, he's 14 and, you know, likes manly men, you know, who, you know, make a life for themselves and everything. But he is, he is terrifying because of the stuff he's teaching to men and most of his age group is teenagers. And then they're going to grow up thinking that it's okay to treat a woman like the scum of the earth because you're the man, you're the top G, you're everything. But it's, it is terrifying. And I would agree with her too. It is 
absolutely terrifying what he's teaching these people. And I've heard some sick things come out of those fans' mouths. And it is really sad. And I really hope they find some kind of evidence. But I know it's, like, hard to prove, like, you know, rape and human trafficking and all of that. So I pray they find something and get justice for for those girls who were trafficked. Um, so, yeah, it was... Oh, gosh. Um, there were some other things as well. I'm just looking into this article. I'm sorry. I did not look this over. This just came to mind. But I do have my sources. I promise I know what I'm talking about. So they were um, – so Andrew Tate and his brother Tristan, they were accused of recruiting women on social media platforms and persuading them to travel – to um, the villa they had on the outskirts of the capital of Romania, which is Bucharest, Bucharest. Um, It's B-U-C-H-A-R-E-S-T. I hope I pronounced that right. If not, I'm sorry. Um, So what happened was the brothers, they would, and this is like, you know, all alleged, um, claim to be in love with the young woman and then would make them perform sexual acts on webcams. And also, some of these women were forced to film porn videos in the place, and they were kept under 24-7 house arrest, which is according to the Romanian investigators. So, of course, it's still, like, they're still looking into it and everything, and I hope there's some kind of justice made because men should not be worshiping a man who is very well known for being horrible to women. And you know with women, we we've been through a lot. We we don't we didn't have rights, you know, until finally somebody was like, "Hey, yo, maybe figure this out." You know, and after all the Roe v. Wade thing and everything that it almost got overturned. I mean, come on. <laughs> Give us some, just give us a rest, please. Just let us rest, just for a little bit. (laughs) But overall, he's horrible. And then also, sorry, I just saw this. The Emily woman, she revealed she had to call the police after she had a lot of rape threats, which I'm assuming from this... It was from the Tate stands themselves. Uh, yeah. Uh, Emily, I- I'm sorry. I hope she's okay. Um, just, this is really, like, we're experiencing this together. So, like, there's points that, you know... She had a particular guy who would harass her by DMing her, and every time she had blocked him, he had created a new account. Um, He's a married man with children, and these were the things he said, trigger warning, sexual harassment, and sexual themes. If you are uncomfortable, maybe click off. I'll probably put a warning in the um, description because I really didn't hear it, and I apologize. Um, 
He had said, he says when he's having sex with his wife, he's thinking about me. Um, He sends me rape threats, says he wants to do, saying what he wants to do with me while his wife is in the room and sends messages saying his children, children are downstairs in their playroom while he's pleasuring himself over me, which this is a man with kids and I feel so bad for her. So this is what Tate is doing to these fans, and this is why this is happening. And I know there's going to be people who are like, well, they can control, people control what they want to believe, blah, blah, blah. But also, especially young teenage boys, their brains haven't developed as much. Usually that's around kind of when they start puberty, and that's when they're most vulnerable. They'll believe anything you say. You could say that the sky is purple, and they'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah. So it's horrible, and I know I had to take a break off TikTok for a little bit because it was horrid. And, you know, hopefully something gets figured out. All right, guys, that's the end of the video. The video, I do this every time, the podcast episode. Uh, This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. It's great to be back. Hopefully, my lips to God's ears, that there will be more episodes and I don't think they're going to be this long but there was so much we had to catch up on and this is my first week of classes and I have like no time I'm already getting homework like hours and hours of homework just piling up but I got a plan for it I'm going to be positive about it it's what my therapist told me you got to be positive you got to look at things in a positive way so yeah um hope you guys tune in to the next one I We'll see you then, I guess. Bye.